It's episode 194 of Leading Ladies of Corpus Christi, and I'm so excited to be sitting with the owner of Sam and Louis Pizzeria, Pam Chavez. Thank you so much for being here with me. Oh, you are welcome. I have been looking forward to this. Me too. Okay, girl, y'all are open every day. Every day. From 10.30 a.m. to 9 p.m. Yes. You have no days off. I don't. Thank you so much for making time for me because oh, we're here, you know, after hours, so right. to speak. Yes. Um, so thank you for that. How yes. do you do that? Because you're a mom. I also. am a mom. Yes, I am a mom. I am going through a divorce. So that was, I mean, really a big part of the motivation, honestly. Um, just securing a future for my children. I respect so that. That's the that's a big part of the motivation. I have big goals for myself, always have. And I was a military spouse for, we were together about 18 years. So wow. I followed his career right, throughout all of that. As many so wives do. Yes. And there was a lot of sacrifice with that. And part of that was career trajectory and growth for myself. Mm-hmm. So I saw an opportunity to make that happen and uh, went for it. I just really kind of made the decision one day and then just started getting the ball rolling and looking into it pretty much the next day after figuring out how to make it happen and what resources I could tap into locally and everything to uh, start building it. So, And you did it because y'all been open about seven months now. Yes. Congratulations. Thank you. That's huge. That's crazy to think about. It's gone so fast. I know. Why? Because I haven't had time off. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) I'm just, I don't understand. I mean, I do understand in the sense that you want to set up a a future for your, you know, your all boys, right? Yes. Yeah, for your sons. Um, Total respect. But I just know that I would be, there's, you're a special kind of person to be able to take this on and, and be owning it. And um, de- recipe development and all, right. all the things. It, it really takes a special kind of, you know, fortitude to do right. that. Right. No, I mean, I definitely agree with that. It's certainly not for mm-hmm. everybody and it weeds out the people that can't. And yes. then you have all the other factors like labor issues, uh-huh. supply chain stuff that's still a thing it is still a thing um and it really caused me to pivot and grow a lot along the way i mean i'm still constantly learning on the daily challenges and i'm sure it's sort of all of those challenges too that just sort of keep me in it and the time passing and another day goes and but the goal is to get to where I can't have more time with my kids again. Yes. I, I, yeah. And I know it, it's coming because yes. y- to me, you came out the gates. I mean, boom. Right. You know, um, with the amazing types of pizza that you offer here, not to mention the um, intention put behind the recipes because right. you're a whole, remind me, you're a holistic. Yes. A certified holistic nutritionist. Yes. Which is also really cool. And I yes. want to get into that in okay. a second. But also you have just always Based on the very brief history that I've talked to you about, yes, uh, your history, you've always gone the path less traveled, I feel. You have so very much true. life experience. I do. And I feel like you come across as fearless. I know there's, there's always fear in new yeah. endeavors, but yes. I mean, you take it on. My therapist could tell you a lot about my fears. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 
Shout out therapists. We have, <laughs> we have conquered those and learned how to uh, not lead with fear. I love that. That's yes. such an important way to live. Oh, gosh, it was such a huge lesson. And, you know, I mean, I had already made so many leaps and bounds, but it was kind of getting past, I think, some of just to jump ahead to the, the therapy stuff. Yes. Is the the final sticking points kind of in life that was keeping me small or keeping me from kind of hitting some of these bigger goals was um, to stop making decisions based out of fear. Yes. Yeah. Okay. That that's a really big one. I actually encountered um, a crossroads and really had to put the fear aside to make the choice that yeah. was best for me. And I would overcomplicate how do I know it's my intuition or is it, right. you know, whatever. And it's, it's actually not that hard. Like you're, you're just too up here and right. you need to really listen to yourself. Yes, exactly. Exactly. And I think also not being toxically positive about things. Yes. I mean, definitely not being negative minded, but you also have to realize what's not serving yes. you and um, what you need to, to change yeah no about your circumstances or situations or your thought processes or generational trauma mm-hmm. that's a big one that people yeah. will carry with them oh you don't even realize it those were some of my biggest breakthrough moments was realizing how much I was sort of carrying with me still and what I didn't want to continue down to my children that's fantastic because yeah. people in general have a hard time really looking in the mirror and facing yeah. the truth about themselves and how they might be sabotaging oh, yes. their own progress. That's a yes. tough one. And I know yes. some people that avoid it kicking and screaming and that's their journey, right? Yes. Yes. But, um, for you to, again, into the fearlessness right. or even the, you know, facing the fear head on as opposed right. to running from it really speaks volumes about the type of person that you are and um of course that the type of business that you're running because right. you were when did you move to corpus about two years ago okay and so and ultimately you, you had said that the pizzeria idea or even cooking for the public in general right. really didn't come back as a dream or a goal right. until you were here oh yes why is that uh, well, because I was a military spouse. Mm -hmm. And so when I got out of my time in the Army, I went into culinary school, um, which was a change because I'd been a medic in the Army. I was a combat medic. By the and way, thank you for your service. Yes, yes. And so I married the military, um, a soldier in the Army, got out, went to culinary school. And then it was kind of immediately like, well, I'm not going to I just had to shelf any idea of opening something because we were going to move every few years. Yeah. And we were 30, in our 30s when we got married. And so then we wanted to start um, trying for kids into that because we'd been together for a few years already. And that journey didn't end up being as easy as we thought it was going to be. Mm -hmm. And that went through multiple miscarriages I'm so sorry thank you and a couple years of trying and that kind of led me down the path of holistic health um I'm I, very interested in this because you yeah. opened up a business in South Korea I did focused on this that's yes. what I'm like you have a history yes yes so the doctors just kept telling me everything's normal everything's normal and I was like okay but it's not yeah. You know, something's going on. We just didn't know what it was. 
and they weren't going to do XYZ testing because I hadn't gone through four losses was like the magic number. What? And I had been through three. Wow. This is in the States? It, yes. Okay. This was for TRICARE. At wow. the time, uh. this is what, I don't know if anything's changed at all, but this is what the um, parameters were. And so they were really just seeing it as a number. Check, check, check. Yep. We weren't at four. And yep. I was like, oh my God, I've lost three. Yeah. <laughs> like that, it was traumatic. Thank you itself. for sharing this with me, by the way. Yeah. Um, and this is, people ha- have no idea what, you know. Oh my gosh. People on like a fertility so you know, much journey are going through loss. sometimes. And he was coming and going constantly with the military. He was in the special forces at the time. So... Um, always coming and going. So he wasn't always even around when I was going through a miscarriage. Um, and so I just decided I needed to do whatever I could to relieve any guilt from myself. Yes. You know, I, because it's just sort of only natural to blame yourself because my body was failing to do something mm-hmm. that I had felt was supposed to be a natural process. Yes. I'd spent so many years being terrified of getting pregnant. And now all of a sudden I couldn't stay that Isn't way. Isn't that something, you know? Yeah. And so then I dove into sort of like Eastern medicine and we were stationed in Washington state at the time, which was a glorious place Mm -hmm. to dive into like farmers markets and organic food and like farm to table and all of that. So it blew my mind open when I just started changing the way I ate and how I was like feeding my body and sort of nurturing it and loving it in a different way. Yes. And then I went back to school to become a certified holistic nutritionist. So that's how that journey my goodness (laughs) but you know what I love is that all these changes in your life happened because you really felt like you needed to look after yourself yes in a way and that's whenever you made the big leaps yes which to me is so the the perfect way to be guided to the next right right yes that's incredible right and it just got me yeah definitely got me in touch more with Because I guess, I mean, probably the household I grew up in, there wasn't a lot of talk of um, self-care, self-love. I mean, definitely the generation that my mom was, she was definitely body shaming herself a lot. I feel like body positivity, which is fabulous, Mm -hmm. is really much more open now and kind of at the forefront. Um, So I wasn't really shown that. I was super self-conscious when I was younger, uh, real shy. And so, yes, that definitely started that journey of um, the self-love. I'm so glad. I love that. I was still a long ways from where I needed to be or where I'm at now. And some of it's probably just youth. I think we're kind of awkward and uncomfortable. I agree with that. Throughout and each like... You know, you hit your 20s and then you it's like super self-conscious kind of, but you're kind of hitting this liberation. And then 30s, you're like getting even more comfortable in your skin. And then when I hit 40, it was more. I love even it. More. Now I'm 48, approaching 49 in October. So only keep getting more comfortable. I love that. And thank God. Exactly. Because <laughs> right? I identify with everything you just said. Yeah. So something that you shared with me. So 
um, this was back in December because Priscilla brought me here for my birthday. Yes. Thank, shout out Priscilla. So glad. Um, this, it's delicious. If you haven't been <laughs> yes, here, please shout come. Shout out Priscilla. Many people have come this way because of her. Yeah, so I'm Priscilla, very grateful. Yes. She's amazing. We don't deserve her. Right. <laughs> um, so we kind of, we got to meet and we kind of got into a conversation and you were talking about how you had essentially backpacked yes. all over the world yes, yes all over the world yes. and so something that you had said because we inevitably got into the discussion about women and aging because yeah. it was my birthday yeah <laughs> <laughs> and you know how we perceive ourselves and you know beauty standards here and you had said that you ended up in some of the most remote places right and it's interesting how the beauty ideal changes yes. depending on where you are can you yes. share that because that has stuck with me I've mentioned that to people right yeah like oh, whoever I come awesome. across it is awesome yeah. yeah no so that was a I was in my 20s I was living in Chicago at the time I found met somebody fell in love and discovered that he was leaving on a trip around the world and so it was like hey he's like you want to go and I'm like uh yeah I do and so I just literally sold everything that I owned You're downsized amazing. to a backpack it You're just amazing. for some reason it felt like an opportunity I couldn't pass you know and so thankful that I did it so grateful that he was my travel partner like we didn't end up being a good fit for life partners mm -hmm. but I could not have had a better travel partner and started in South America we were camping at the base of Machu Picchu oh at my God. New Year's of 99 wow. when everybody was worried about Y2K yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is great we literally had to go to the internet cafe the next day to see if like all the Y2K stuff happened yeah. because everyone was terrified about that. But, yeah. um, that yeah, is hilarious. So that started, went through South America, went to Australia, um, waited tables, was there for about four and a half months, waited tables, save up more money, went to Thailand for six weeks, India wow. for six weeks, and then throughout um, European Union. So Wow. Yes. Yes, it was. And so I was still incredibly kind of uncomfortable in my skin. It was, I don't know, maybe even mid-20s, um, 23, maybe 24. And it was going to these other countries and just seeing women that just looked so totally different than kind of what I'd been spoon-fed yes. in America yes. of what my goal was yes. and never seeing myself even close to that mm -hmm. and then going around the world and being like, oh my God, these women are beautiful and so totally different than yes. what I've been shown or thought that I was um, trying to achieve. And it just, it really gave me so much more comfort in my skin. I love that yeah. story. It's so good and it's so... You know, it just kind of brings you back to reality a little yes. bit. Yes. Oh, know, my gosh. And, you just change your environment, and you'll be surprised Absolutely. how differently you feel. Yes. You know? And spent so much time in third world countries and really witnessed the privilege that I had here in America, you know? Yes. Um, yes. And just things that I had taken for granted. Absolutely. And, uh, yeah, so it was just very life-affirming and eye-opening in so many ways. How long were you traveling? It was a year. Yeah, so it was for the year of 2000. Yeah. What a cool way to kick off, you know, I the know. new, what, decade? Yeah. That's amazing. Yes, it really was. I'm uh, blown away at 
your courage. I mean, as someone who is a self-diagnosed overthinker, you know what I mean? I'm just like, how could this work? Like, no. And like talk myself out of it. But like your willingness to just do it and it being one of the you know, like key experiences in your life. Oh, no, it absolutely was. I think it completely changed the trajectory that I was on. Yeah. And also was building and fueling my culinary adventure because I knew I loved food. Yes. The smells of different countries, Um, you know, just like the smokiness or the spices and the different way that cultures cook and especially cultures that do a lot of street cooking. Mm-hmm. And so you're just walking past it and you get to taste it. And like, we really just did the low budget way. So yes. it wasn't, I mean, we were eating a lot of the street food. Yeah, and y'all going were living on like the locals, back. Yes, we absolutely were. Um, because we had to keep it as low budget yeah. as possible to fuel for that long yeah you know um because that is an expensive trip and without a doubt so yeah yeah. and then the funny thing is so basically living is kind of like gypsy nomads just kind of um getting by and you know walking everywhere every day seeing things meeting locals hanging out going and seeing stuff but it wasn't like the super touristy stuff it was off the beaten path yes and then to come back and shortly after have 9-11 happen i didn't even make that connection yeah that's right and so then i really struggled to find work i sort of had this new lease on life Mm -hmm. and i wanted to get back into college i wanted to try to better myself in my future yes and just sort of had different goals and then I was out of money because I'd spent all of it yeah all I owned was in a backpack on my back in America and it really kind of weighed me down a little bit and then some life situations that happened with family Mm -hmm. and all of that and then I ended up finding myself enlisting in the army because I needed to I was like using credit cards so that I would keep cash on hand to pay bills and I just kind of saw a cycle that could get out of control yep and I was like too intelligent to let that happen yes you use it as a means to an end yeah and one thing that that trip taught me was that time goes so fast a year went ridiculously fast and I thought if I can sign up for three years like it's going to be over before I know it it's going to pay for my college it's going to give me health care right now and all of that and I just it really proved to me I can do whatever I need to do because I was in some really tough situations on that trip Mm -hmm. you know and uh and so yeah so I just went down and talked to the recruiter like nobody in my family knew I was doing that I just went down spoke to him was like look I'd want to be a medic did the testing really so you Mm -hmm. you decided I decided because like my dad had done that okay and he had been in the military so I feel like and he is a family physician doctor wow and so I kind of like felt like I'd been in a medical arena kind of yeah you had some familiarity with it some familiarity and so I just thought I could do that and I also knew nothing about mechanics and that's what a lot of the other jobs were yes the way I understand (laughs) it I have never been the thing was is I had no idea how many other types of jobs they were it's like I had in my brain like oh yeah medic that's respectable for me and like I think there'll (laughs) be some other women doing that I didn't want to necessarily be like the only female in the job right and uh so yeah so I tested and got it and enlisted and before I knew it I was taken off to basic training 
So in basic training, are they training you in the medic Not portion? Yet. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So you have to make it through basic yes. training and then it becomes more specialized. Yes. Yes. So then I had four. I went through basic, the six weeks of basic training. Where which at? Which is like at Fort Jackson. Okay. Yeah. Okay. South Carolina. Mm-hmm. And so that was just, and it's funny because I was a little bit older. So when I enlisted, I was 29. And then turned sh- uh, shortly after turned 30. Okay. And so it just kind of, because I was older, it like I just kind of knew it was games. Mm-hmm. That was like the screaming and the yelling and oh. the rattling. And the, it didn't, I didn't cry. Isn't I was that like, interesting? Yeah. I was you like, had a okay, better perspective to right? handle it. Because like the younger people were just like, I can't do this. Yes. You know, it was just, it felt very personal to them. And yes. I knew it was just what I needed to get through to get to the other side. But you were just like a mentally strong strong person I I feel like you're not that you're not phased but I guess like you said like you're almost hard to penetrate you know what I mean like it may scratch the surface but right you can tell like you're I think that probably comes from growing up in an emotionally (laughs) um abusive family Mm -hmm. like I just from a young age really just kind of was like emotionally there for myself yes you know yes so I'm sorry you went through that but I feel like in a way it's it's caused me to persevere that yeah you know I I feel like an asshole saying that yeah because people like you have no fucking idea and I know that's true right but I see you now and what you're capable of uh, you know obviously yes. it's a, it's a external right? right but but i mean i see it and i right. hear how you handle situations and i'm right. like that's awesome i was a highly sensitive kid in a family that didn't know how to handle mm-hmm. that and and i had three brothers so i was tough right, you know, right, right. at tomboy um but yeah i think that it definitely the the bonus was is that I was very self-reliant. Yeah. And just, I think as a person, I was really determined. You know, I've got some of that type A, which I've mellowed some of that, but I definitely <laughs> have some of that It's in all me. about balance. Type A can be extremely <laughs> exactly. beneficial, okay? Type A helps all open businesses. can be, you know what I mean? as long as there's balance. Yes, <laughs> absolutely. But anyway, so you're you're in basic training yes. and you're, you're essentially seeing it for what it is. Yes. They're trying and to tear I'm you just down like, to build you up. As they, like I was just telling the story the other day, like you couldn't get dessert when we went to go get meals inevitably Mm. somebody always got dessert like they just couldn't not get it and because you know you're hungry you're working hard whatever all day oh my god and then we'd go back and they would it was a term like smoke us and they would make us do exercises for like 45 minutes to an hour because somebody had dessert oh man and like people would be crying and just the whole time i was like i'm gonna be in the best shape i've ever been in my arms are gonna be like i've never had them because of all these push-ups you know like i just was able to sort of reframe it in the moment and just get through it that's a superpower and i got all three of my degrees from the gi bill because i got through it remind me what your degrees are in you definitely have a degree in marketing yes so i have a bachelor's in marketing and i just got that congratulations a few years ago and then so i've got the certification holistic nutrition and then i have my culinary degree that's right your culinary degree that's what i'm saying i'm like your history my goodness 
And that was over a long span. So it was like 2007 when I started my culinary. And then it was just a couple of years ago that I wrapped up the marketing degree. And well that done. came as a result of doing my holistic nutrition business. Yeah. No, I, I to me, it's like a perfect the, yeah. meld. It makes sense now. For the longest time, I was like, why am I so fucking lost all the time? <laughs> why do I go this way and then that way and this way and that way? And now it all makes sense I that it was part that. of my journey but it felt scattered for the longest time and then it all just sort of came to fruition but see i love that so for people who are feeling scattered oh absolutely like when people would say what do you want to do with your life because people love to ask children that yes they do and it bothers me it yes (laughs) it i never had an answer and it always just made me feel wrong yes because God, I the feel other this, man. people, Deep. you know, the other people would have something and they would know, even though they probably changed that five times, I didn't have that thing to say. And I always felt less than because like, why am I confused? Why can I not figure this out? Yes. Thank yeah. you for sharing that. Cause yeah. I identify with that a lot. Yeah. And I had friends that were like, I want to be a dentist and they right. are dentists <laughs> right? now. And it's like, how did like, they even know? How did you know? <laughs> I, and well done. I'm so proud of you. Right? But meanwhile, I'm like, eh. I'm still figuring it out. And I was like in my forties. He's like, I don't know. And this is probably, I mean, this is not the last stop. This is not the last thing I'm going to do. The way you have lived (laughs) and continue to live. I know that's true. Um, Okay. So you're, so you're in the military and ultimately that was, again, was a means to an end because you were able to get your higher education. I knew I wasn't staying in. Yeah. No, you literally so smart. Like you, you saw a vehicle that would get you what you needed. Right. You know, you kind of had an idea of the time frame too. So smart. They helped me. I helped them. Yes. I did a year in Iraq. Yeah. Okay. That. Yeah. And I know that that's probably something you don't necessarily want to talk about because you saw some things, but like yeah. ultimately, you know, key takeaways. I know it was war torn at the time. Like right. were there, was there any like, you know, great, good moments out there or anything like that? Or was it mostly just focused on well, the war Well, it was hand? just sort of a... You know, killing time. The person that I ended up marrying, we weren't married at the time, but we were stationed at the same place. So we didn't get to see each other every day, but we would get to see each other like once a week. Um, So that was beneficial. That was nice. And... You know, it was like a time in my life you get to, I went to the gym every day. Like people get super healthy when they're deployed because you're working or you can go to the gym. Yep. Or, I mean, you can sit in your room and play video games or something. I don't do that. So uh, there was a lot of things that I got exposed to or experienced with that I never knew was going to happen in my life. Mm -hmm. And it was just more of that perspective, I think, that it gave me um, certainly that grounding of what's really going on out there and mm-hmm. I wasn't on the front lines I mean I was army and where we were at I mean you could hear the explosions all day and all along you could hear the fire outside the line and all of that stuff yeah. like the shots the gunshots and all that I mean like you're just constantly hearing things happening so it's not easy no I mean it's not vacation you know um but you just kind of get into your daily routine 
And then before you know it, the year is over. Yes. You I'm know? so glad that it, it, you know, wrapped up in a year for you. Because yes. I know some people will be like, well, I was supposed to leave in a year, but right. I'm 18 months now. Well, I was supposed to get out, but because the unit was deploying, uh, they stop lost me. Okay. And so, and it was okay because it was just kind of one of those things with me. I was like, well, shit, now I get to see what it's like to go to Iraq. Yep. As a medic in the army. Yep. And uh, yeah, so that happened. I know. I'm just yeah. like, man. I mean, because, you know, looking back on it, you know, um, traveled the world and then actually went to a war torn right. situation and, right. and everything, you know? Yes. Um, so you ultimately end back up in the States. Yes. And you're married by this point? Not yet. Okay. But it's when I get out of the army. Okay. I get very shortly okay. after. It was just like a courthouse. Let's make it happen. He's got to go off to school. I moved everything. Well, the military moved it, but I met them out in Washington. We bought our home. Culinary school started that life adventure. Culinary yes. school. Okay. Yes. So you ultimately knew, because at this point you already had your holistic nutritionist certification. Did no. that, okay. Culinary school came first. Yes. Okay. Yes. So where along the line okay no you already told me that that it had been with your wanting to take better care of yourself yes this is where the the fertility yeah the and nutrition all came in, came yep. to be mm-hmm. so the love of food yes how did it translate into your actually going to school to become a chef you know i mean my ex definitely helped foster that it's mm-hmm. something that you know, my family had sort of always hoped that, not hoped, but, you know, they always just think more traditional jobs and careers. Yep. I just think that's just the way it is. And yes. maybe that was them in, in general because they're kind of conservative and he was a doctor and he would, I always seemed so lost in what I wanted to do. And he would give me like medical, you know, well, how about this? And how about that? And how about this? And it was like, once I started reading about Eastern medicine and food, it's like, once I discovered, I didn't even know what holistic was, but when I sort of dove into that life, it was like, oh, I've kind of been living this way. And these are my people like that. It just really kind of blew up and probably because I was a little bit more not conservative like my family that it just felt like I was being sort of seen and heard and hadn't felt like I had been seen and heard so so much and so yeah what was the original question like (laughs) culinary school yeah well well yeah that that was ultimately it because you know a lot of us love food right yeah yeah like how but like choosing to pursue it right to like so I loved good schooling cooking. for it yeah I loved like creating and conceptualizing things and playing That's in the so kitchen cool. and I will give credit to my ex for really saying if you want to do culinary school just do it because I would be like no you know I want to do it but I really thought my parents would be unhappy with it and like I was an adult at that. that time I get but that, there was though. still a very like subconscious I'm trying to make them happy yep and he really encouraged me to just go for it and supported me in that and so I did and let me tell you being in the kitchen every day for college was like the most fun thing ever like there was book work and academics but Mm -hmm. every day we were in the kitchen kitchen and it's just nothing like that like it's 
incredible. That is yeah. such a neat experience. How long does culinary school? It like, was how long two is years it? where I went. Okay. So I went to a community college. Okay. So it was not like one of these big, like frou frou, yeah, culinary institutes okay. or anything. I looked into that, but it was too far. Yeah, and I, hey, military you still never went to culinary you. school. Yes, exactly. Yeah, you I went. I did, and ultimately, it also taught me that. It's just what you do with what you've learned. Yes. You, I mean, I'm sure it's great to get a degree from the CIA, but <laughs> I know people that have done that and they're not even using it. You know, it's yes, like what there's a lot of that. you do, what you believe in in yourself, what is inside of you and just what you foster and nurture and grow and then provide and present to people is ultimately what matters. Yeah. I definitely agree. And you are providing so much joy here at Sam and Louie's. That was my goal. Oh, my gosh. Okay. So going to culinary school. Yes. And even before Sam and Louie's opened, you were sharing yourself cooking all sorts of different yes. dishes. Yes. Why pizza? Because you could have done anything, right? Right. But why pizza? Yes. So there was a little bit of a journey there. Like... I had looked into a different business at first and it was like an art type business thing. Mm -hmm. And I just, I was just kind of like, the more I dove into it, I was like, but how often do I do that? Because I had sort of been in this creative moment yes. of painting and mixed media and all this stuff. And so I was like, oh my gosh, this is fun. This was really like fostering something inside of me that I enjoyed. So I was like, ooh, that would be cool. And then I was like, but wait a minute, how often do I pay to do something like that? Like yeah. I, I think oh, about it often. That's smart. That's I think really about it often, but consider. how often do I actually go out and not as often as I would like? Yep. And I just thought, wait a minute, like food is my thing. What am I doing? Why am I even considering doing something else yes. other than food? Yes. And You're just excited. Yes. And so then I started trying to see in the community where I felt I could fulfill the need, mm -hmm. you know, and having three boys and a spouse that just adored pizza, you know, we ate it all the time. Yeah. And like we who were, doesn't yes. love pizza? And so we were, and we would get it at least once a week. I yeah. mean, there were some weeks we'd get it two times. Yeah. If there was activities, <laughs> you know, at least two times. And so it was just, I knew we weren't the only ones doing that. Yeah. And then I realized that we were struggling to find our favorite here in town mm -hmm. because I don't necessarily love the cheapest option. Yeah. You know, I mean, we are comfortable enough to not have to just go that route. I mean, yes. there's certainly a need for that. And Absolutely. Quickness is uh, factors into it sometimes. You yes. just want to grab a $5. It's ready. Go get it. Go home. Totally appreciate that. 100%. But I also just because of the way I love to cook and what I appreciate putting into my body. Yep. I like having a little bit better quality things and Absolutely. that's how I feed the kids too. And I just saw that there was a need to do that. Now, Sam and Louise is actually a franchise, mm -hmm. but I pitched them to sort of shift their model. Wow. Really? I did. I wrote them a letter and pitched them to sort of switch things up a little bit. So how cool. And they were I on know. board. We got on a call and we okay. discussed things and they were open to it. And this was the first one in Texas. So yes. So I wait, 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 wait. This yes. is the first. Sam this is, yes. In Texas. 
What? Yes. Yes. I definitely didn't know that. First and only one in Texas. Wow. Wow. Yes. That makes sense because when I Googled it, typically, (laughs) if it's a franchise, multiples will pop up. Right. It strictly said Sam and Louis Corpus Christi. Like, no matter how far I scrolled. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So the others are are up in, like, Nebraska, Kansas, Colorado. Yeah. Wow. And it's still a smaller franchise, too. So it's not, like, a massive. No, I had never heard of it. Yeah. And I wanted to change the look and the feel and the vibe, you know, being woman owned. And I just sort of wanted to um, have a different feel in here. I feel like the whole sports bar genre is covered in town. Definitely. And is completely makes a lot of people happy. Yes. Just, uh, you know, I've got some entertainment news streaming in mind, yeah. you know, like it's a different <laughs> feel. Yes. <laughs> And so I didn't want to have deep fryers because that just doesn't really align. I love this with, because, yeah, yeah, your holistic background. Yes. It doesn't align with the way that, not that I don't eat fried foods, yeah. but I don't do it often. Yeah. And so I don't have that. So like the wings are roasted in the oven. Um, I removed the burgers, all of the fried stuff, mm-hmm. um, sandwiches, and don't do pastas. Okay. So just really focusing on, because we make the dough fresh every day, yes. the sauce fresh every day, and focusing on that quality. And then, you know, the franchise as a whole obviously tried their food, loved it, loved the style, um, was very happy with that. Okay, so good. I, I wouldn't have gone with something that I didn't I believe that. like the food. Yeah, you I know, believe that. You that. know, that was important. So that was in alignment, and then they were just open to... And so then, yes, I used that year to showcase what I was doing at home because it took far longer to get open than I ever expected that yeah. it would. I knew it would take longer than I expected because you always hear that, mm-hmm. that it was going to cost a lot more than I expected. Yep. Everybody knows that. But then at the end, you're like, oh, shit. We got to get these doors open. Jeez. I I can't even imagine. And just all the red tape. And you also had contractors in here to modify the space and everything. Yes, and And fighting the city and couldn't do this and that. And (laughs) just sorry. No, you don't need to apologize. I'm not the city. That's hilarious. I'm literally wearing my uniform. I like covered the logo. It's fine. We can be pains in the ass sometimes. Anyway. (laughs) But there were certain things that I didn't even end up doing because it was just, I just needed to get open at that point because the funds needed to start coming this way. Exactly. And that's what ended up happening. Like we were training employees and people were showing up because I had been, I was literally just posting stuff on stories every day. Yes, you were. Your Instagram is fantastic. (laughs) By the way, if you're not following... It's at Sam. Is there, there's a period in yeah, there. Yeah, Sam and Louise dot Corpus Christi. Yeah, Sam and Louise dot Corpus Christi. If you're not following, please do. But anyway, your yes. Instagram is fantastic. And the stories are just, I'm just always sort of chronicling the food, a little day-to-day interactions that I have with customers and yeah. stuff. So people were watching that. They knew we were in here, like cooking and stuff. And they started showing up at the door and we were like, we're not open. Let's just let them in. Oh, really? Let's just start cooking for them. Let's start wow. selling. So we just opened the door and that's how it started. And we just wow. never closed it then. Yeah. Okay. Because, yeah, there was never an official like grand opening no, or there anything. Was no, there has been no grand opening. Oh, my goodness. Yes. Good for you. I know. It's crazy. And, you know, just kind of the growth has happened in a way that the staff could handle. Yeah. Because there has been turnover. Of course. Um, a lot. And... 
It has been steady, consistent growth every week. I'm so glad. And it's just really, and just the community. I mean, I have so many repeat customers that I just, I feel like I know them so well. Yeah. You know? And I'm sure you do based lot. on what they Actually, pick I do and know everything. Them so yeah, well so I'm now. sure you do. <laughs> well, now you and I were talking about it a little bit. So you, even prior to the Sam and Louis opening, you were going to local events. You were visiting yes. other local spots. Yes. I mean, you were really immersing yourself in the community and people here appreciate that yes. big time. Well, I appreciate that. Like I, I am a single mom going through a divorce. I have no family here and honestly no family in my life. Mm-hmm. And I needed friends Yes, and I connect a lot with especially other women that yes. are business owners, but just other entrepreneurs. It's like that sort of growth mindset, that creative mind I'm gravitated to. Yes. And enjoy talking to people like that and then just want to support other people that I know are out there busting their ass to make something happen y'all are and it's just so fun to see what other people are creating and so I just genuinely want to meet them and support other local businesses because I know how hard it is and it's just fun and it just really some of the greatest like connections and friendships have come from that i'm so glad uh i mean not to mention the fact that you're making some really delicious pizza salads strombolis calzones Wings. wings Um, Okay, so recipes. Yes. Yours are very interesting. And you even have special limited availability recipes like certain, you know, during certain months. Right. So is that part of the franchise or how does that work? So the majority of the recipes are the franchise. Mm -hmm. So I, there are a handful of my recipes under the pizzas, under the salads. The limited time offers have actually all, so far have all been my own recipes. That is cool. Yes. It is very fun. I like to really play in the kitchen and sort of flex my creativity. Flex, girl. Flex it. (laughs) But I am so surprised with how well those do. Like the last one was a Brussels sprout pizza. And I remember you're like, these are divisive. I know. (laughs) And I didn't know how Corpus was going to take Brussels sprouts on pizza. It was like Brussels sprouts, bacon, onion, mushroom, goat cheese. Sounds delicious. It was so popular. A chicken curry pizza. Oh my God. I didn't get to try that one. People come in and ask for that. They're like, can we get it? Can we get it? Well, that was more of like a wintry option, right? Well, that was like the first yeah, limited that's what it time was. offer. And then okay. we always usually have like a specialty knot. So right the now knot. it's the caramel, pecan, like cinnamon, sugar, yeah. you know, knot, um, which is really good. And so, yeah, so I've made a chorizo popper pizza. Wanted to showcase Mexican chorizo because, I mean, hello, mm-hmm. that's, that's good. Yeah. And uh, sums like Italy and three beautiful sauces. So it's got Alfredo, pesto, and marinara oh and some goodness. other stuff. Just fun, creative things that I am so happy that people appreciate here. For sure. Different. Well, we mean, have so many different sauces that we can use as a base. <sighs> and the beautiful thing is, is that you can get any of the sizes in a half and half. Yes. So that you can experiment with half and then maybe go for something you I absolutely love know you love or even just a slice. We do slices. That blew my mind. Yes. I had no idea that was a thing. I've never seen that. And we you cook can get them a slice of anything. fresh to order so you can get any of the special 
specialty pizzas as a slice. And that always like throws people like, wait a minute. For what? sure. They expect a pizza to be sitting out and it's quickly reheated. Yes. Well, our ovens cook them in five and a half minutes. So it just takes whatever the minute for them to throw it together real quick. Yeah. Cook it super fresh, high quality this way, which is like the most important to me. I want it to be like the best quality because we're using really high quality ingredients. We need that to shine. I respect that so much. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. The, the buy the slice specialty pizzas yeah. blew my mind. So I want to talk about the limited edition pizza that you have right now. Yes. So it's the Harissa chicken spinach, spinach. and hot honey. hot honey. Okay. What was the inspiration behind this? Well, I, were I mean, you like, you I want to use hot honey on a pizza. Pretty like, much. Yes, pretty much. I bought it. I had a bottle sitting on the shelf. I was sort of toying around with things, trying to figure out what to do. I always love to just peruse spice blends. Mm -hmm. And so I had amassed a collection and I'm just sort of always, I always have like a Rolodex of in the making recipes in my mind, kind of. And so I was like, hmm, I have this harissa. It's an African spice blend. And so we mix it with an Alfredo sauce. So oh it's like a creamy, goodness. spicy sauce. And then, yes, cremini mushrooms are wildly popular in Corpus. Mm -hmm. I mean, we that is probably the thing, besides pepperoni, that we go through the most of. Really? Our cremini, the baby portobellos. Wow. It is insane how many <laughs> we go through. <clears throat> the most popular. And so, yeah, so that, it gets the cheese, the spinach. And then in the very, very end when it comes out, and it's like that sweet, spicy honey with the cream and spinach and mushrooms and that fresh dough. It's like the bread. And oh my yeah, gosh. it just. That sounds delicious. And it's totally different. Yeah. I just want to bring flavor combinations that you wouldn't necessarily think about on pizza. No. But it's like with the chicken curry one. It's like if you've had naan, it's like that fresh baked dough is kind of reminiscent of naan and with the cr creamy curry sauce it just oh it's like the best part is dipping that bread in the sauce but it's all together for you already and girl so good i'm just like i i am fantasizing about it right now <laughs> i mean so when it comes to introducing the limited yes available pizza yes do you do like trials? Like, do you have your staff try it and be like, what do you think? Is this the one? Or like, how does it work? Um, sort of, kind of. Okay. I just, I sort of form the menu item quite quickly in my mind. Like the Brussels sprout one was just walking through Sam's. I was trying to figure out what the next one would be. I saw the Brussels sprouts and I was like, that's it. Yeah. That's it. You. And then it just sort of, yeah. Well, and even you said P I, you couldn't uh, keep them cooking fast enough because oh, people yes. loved it so much I know yeah it's crazy and so then with this one I had the hot honey on the shelf and then I was like oh that'll go really good with like a kind of a curry spice it's not curry but the harissa is just sort of like this spicy paste normally this is in powdered form that I mix and yeah it just made sense in my mind and I'll make it and I'll taste it. And of course I have to like it. Yes. And then I'll give it to the staff. And But almost immediately I bring it out to whoever's in the dining room. And I'm like, taste this. Nice. Thinking about doing this as a limited time offer. What do you think? And I just instantly gauging their reaction when I tell them the name. Mm -hmm. 
and see how they react. <laughs> and they, yeah. because, you know, if people are put off by what it sounds like yep. to them, if they're not even going to try to order it, then that's like a barrier I probably don't want to cross. Yeah. And then when they taste it, what their reaction is and how happy they are. And when you see people just start to sort of shimmy shake in their seat. <laughs> <laughs> we can't and help it. And they're smiling and you're like, shit it that's the one you know and so and that happened the other day we have since it's been six months I'm doing a bit of a menu edit I'm gonna do that every six months wow removing a couple things it's something I learned from my years at the Cheesecake Factory okay there's a lot that I took in from my time there yeah and removing a couple things tweaking a couple recipes with things that I noticed or I discovered taste even better and then adding a couple of things. And so I tested the recipes or made them here. We already knew we were adding them, brought them out to the customer. And when I went back to check on them, the gentleman said, I never eat a veggie pizza. Like never. He goes, I wasn't even looking forward to trying this, but I did because you gave it to me, wanted to be kind. And then he goes, and it reminded me of something from my childhood. Oh, wow. But like a good something from yes. his childhood. Yes. And he was so happy. And I was like, and you could just tell like I had him. Yep. Like that was it. He was <clears throat> coming back again even Mm -hmm. whether he got that pizza or not it tapped into such a fond memory which food can do yes food is magic and if you can get people to come through the door again tell other people and get them to come and try it and then it just sort of ripple effect i mean that's how you grow it you know yeah absolutely and i feel like that has very much been the case with this business here yeah yeah and something that i love that you really emphasized is that you know ultimately you want this experience to be for people who are busy and don't necessarily want to dine in with kids right so y'all really have the you know takeaway and delivery options are emphasized you can dine in of course but you know y'all really make it as simple as possible oh you have picky eaters do a half and half do you want to just get a slice yeah and so what was the inspiration behind that yes well i mean you know a lot of finding this space was just seeing what was available available in corpus and that was a struggle because so much of what I saw was going to have to be gutted and completely overhauled. And that was like more than I wanted to take on. And this used to be a subway. So it's not quite as big inside as maybe I would have liked. And yeah. uh, But honestly, I was drawn to that too. I loved the ample parking. Yes. Because I was hoping for a lot of pickup and yes. takeout and that stuff. Far more people want to dine in than I imagined. Mm-hmm. So we immediately... Um, had to start getting more tables and chairs Um, because when we initially opened it was just these lower tops and then we got the high tops and now we have outdoor dining fantastic so we're trying to maximize what we can and just sort of evolve as we grow and the the finances come in and I'm able to do it and and then just paying attention to what people want I mean if nobody wanted the dine-in but they do so I'm trying to do what I can to to make that happen and yeah, and then the picky eaters, oh my gosh. So I have three kids. I mean, two, my firstborn is crazy picky. You know, I was in the prime of my holistic, all organic oh, living no. when he was born. <laughs> yeah. I was going to make all the baby food. Mm-hmm. I was going to not buy anything processed or bottled. And I gave him his first meal. I had batched cook, gave it to him. He didn't touch it. Got down from the high chair, walked over to the dry cat food, sat down, ate it. My spouse was deployed, and I just lost it. I had spent hours making the food. And it was that day I was like, okay, I don't have to do all that because he wants dry cat food. Like... (laughs) 
This is not. He doesn't want the organic sweet potato mash yeah. that I made. That so I went out humbling. and bought the jarred food in ver- a variety of flavors. And needless to say, he's super picky. Still is at 13. Mm-hmm. And it really humbled me a lot and took a lot of pressure off me. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But, you know, your willingness to do that. Right. And then ultimately offer busy parents the option to right? satisfy the family. Yes. With- and I was like, you know what? There's other people that are doing that, <laughs> that I can go purchase that and not have to always you know it's ba- it's the balance in life you know I was dealing with babies a spouse gone I was putting a lot on my plate to try to be this mom that I thought I could be and it really ended up freeing a lot of space I'm so glad in my day um, to do other things or just sort of alleviate that pressure I had put on myself and so yeah so when it comes here we don't put any like green sprinkles on you know pepperoni I know I have gone out to pizza places where we got it and they had put like parsley on the cheese pizza yeah and that was it that was a kiss of death he wouldn't touch it (laughs) and we had a whole pizza and I'm like what do I do now he's not gonna eat it we came and got this for this cheese pizza for him we're all gonna eat it and then he wouldn't touch it because and so yeah it's definitely trying to be mindful of like and make it easier for families to have a good meal, just like yes. the cards. So I put these conversation cards on a box. You get one per order. Mm-hmm. And we're all just super disconnected right now. I mean, I know it. I don't see my kids as much as I want. Yeah. And so it'll give you maybe a 10, 15, 20-minute conversation to ask you sort of this non-polarizing, introspective question that you can, it's like, family friendly and you can just sit and connect for 15 to 20 minutes before you go jump back on your devices like I'm not anti-device don't do it I mean I I scroll just as much as anybody else right but it gives us that time to have a moment before the tween wants to lock himself in his room and I don't see him again I love that my goodness Pam I just you're incredible like the (laughs) amount of thought that you put into every aspect of your business. Um, I mean, even your life is just so admirable. Thank um, you. I feel incredibly grateful that you spent time with me. Thank to, you. Um, Likewise. Yeah, you know, talk to me and share with it. me. And appreciate I'm, you giving me the opportunity. Oh my goodness! So yes, exciting. there was n- there was no question. I definitely wanted to talk have you on so I, you. I appreciate you and you're making time and for you deciding to open up your business in Corpus Christi as somebody from Corpus Christi yes. anybody who chooses to set up shop here I'm eternally grateful yeah, for I love it here yeah thank you so much for all that you do and for your involvement in the community and I Absolutely. can't wait to see what you do next thank you the community has been ridiculously supportive like I can't even tell you how much they have shared I mean I've got highlights on Instagram and I'm at now on my third highlight I had to start because wow. Everybody's sharing it. It's called local love. And yes, you can I saw see that. Everybody coming in, eating, sharing the love, being grateful. And like that is, that just makes everything, all the hard stuff worth it. Yes. Just to see the love and appreciation. Yes. God, that makes me yeah. so happy. So if y'all haven't been to Sam and Louie's, please come. It's in Parkdale Plaza. Yes. Um, they're open every day. Every My day. God. <laughs> Wild. <laughs> 10 30 a.m. to 9 p.m. So, I mean, you can literally come in for any meal if you need, if you would like and uh follow them on instagram at sam and louis pizzeria sam and louis dot corpus and we do catering too oh that's right yes. also they do catering so keep yes. that in mind and you have 
takeaway menus, right? Yep. Yeah. So even if you're unsure, yeah, come grab a menu and and check them out. It's fantastic. And Pam, thank you so much. Thank you. I really appreciate it.